What's going on, Spurs fans? On this episode, we talk about the optimistic start to the season. We caution that tough times are ahead. And of course, we talk random NBA stuff. So lock in and stay tuned. Hey, Spurs versus everybody. Yeah, Spurs versus everybody. You know the crowd getting so excited. We got the fire and it's been ignited. Hey, Spurs versus everybody. Yeah, Spurs versus everybody. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Spurs versus everybody. San Antonio, stand up. You see where we at. You know what it is. You know what it is. Spurs versus everybody. Spurs versus everybody. It's your boy, Marsh, and that boy, uh... That G Regs here. Yes. First off Christmas. First off Christmas. How was your Christmas, Marshall? Christmas was good, man. Christmas was pretty good. Did Santa bless you? Say again. Did Santa bless you with all blessings? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And uh, I was able to to uh, give a couple few people uh, some things too. Send some blessings out. There we go. It's all about giving this season. Not about receiving. About giving. Yep. It was all about giving and. Remember what Christmas is all about, you know. Uh, Especially during this time, we're all we're all going through hard times. We're all struggling. Yep, yep. Uh, baby Jesus, man. That's Jesus. That baby Jesus, Jesus, baby. Jesus. Yep. Eight pounds six ounces, <laughs> dressed in a tuxedo shirt. <laughs> That's right. But uh, yo, get right into it. Let's talk them games. Let's just go into it, man. We had the first three games. Under uh, the, the the Spurs belt of the season, mm-hmm. um, had everybody playing except for Derek White because he's still injured. Yep. Um, we'll go back to opening night. <clears throat> Spurs went to Memphis, got the dub by twelve, one thirty one, one nineteen. We played that the Grizzlies, the G League, G League Grizzlies. Outside of John Moran, who dropped forty four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, John. <laughs> everybody yeah. but you. Yeah. Uh, John had 44, Valentunas, a.k.a. Travis Kelsey's lookalike, had 15 and 13, and Dylan Brooks had 16. Those are the real, you know, factors. Yeah. And we had talked about them three being the the main guys. We don't, Grayson and Slow-Mo are basically kind of like bench players on a normal team. Right. And when Jaron Jackson comes back, he'll add, you know, some more – uh, firepower to them too, but yeah, Brandon Claus coming off a groin injury too, so he wasn't himself either. Right. <clears throat> uh, their rookie Desmond Bain um, came off the bench. He had six. Didn't look too bad. Mm, he's but, a shooter. He stretched the floor for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the Spurs played. Everybody in the starting lineup scored in double figures. Like that is huge. That's really, really huge to have everybody score in double figures. Uh, led by DeRozan's 28-9-9, almost had a triple-double. <clears throat> and you have Murray with 21, Aldridge with 20, 16 for Walker, and 16 for Keldon Johnson, who started off the game very high. And yeah, you were, were you surprised that he started coming off injury? A little bit. A, a little bit. bit. I was a little bit. I thought but, he'd come off the bench a little bit and get some minutes, get some, you know, run, get it back in shape. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he had been doing some stuff and it was a little misleading. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe so, the injury wasn't that bad. And they were just right. cautious right. with it. All right, but he looked he looked good. By the way, I'm eating popcorn, y'all. Y'all see me? <laughs> you get everything over here, baby. All right. Um, <clears throat> you know, Mills with 13 off the bench, and Rudy Gay with also with 10 off the bench. You know, to 
about as bad as we looked in the preseason. We looked at that good in the, in the home opener. Yeah. <clears throat> a little shaky in the beginning, started off a little stagnant. We didn't really get into our offense very well. We weren't very energized on the uh, transition so the defense. Op- you said the home opener or just the opener? Home opener. I mean, oh. uh, just the opener, my bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, giving up 44 is not good defense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that pick and roll. You know, a team, they're all, all year is going to run that pick and roll, and they're going to get switched on on either Pirtle, but most lucky, Aldridge. And then he's in no man's land when he sinks down. Yep. So then, and then you have Ja, who's elite, you know, getting to the rim, floaters, layup package. This is yep. a bad mix. <laughs> yep, yep, it was, it was. <clears throat> um, for the Spurs, lost in the re- I mean, one in the rebounding category, excuse me, uh, 48 to 42. And that was kind of our big, you know, one of our big worries, right? Mm-hmm. going into the season is getting out rebounded because LaMarcus is not really a rebounder. Right. And we didn't really have anybody else. Right. But was happy to see that <clears throat> for sure. As far as free throws too, the Spurs were 25 of 29 to where Memphis was only 11 of 18. So we're, we're aggressive, got to the line. Uh, DeRozan was playing aggressive <clears throat> and and that's going to be one of our keys to the season is being aggressive, getting to the rim with the, the Jante Murray, Keldon, Lonnie starting to get into action, and Demar. Those are the people that really need to drive, especially since they're not the greatest three point shooters. So they need to, they need to be aggressive and get to the rim. Yeah, Demar was fourteen to fifteen from the line. That's a good time because that's two is also something the Spurs struggles with free throws. Yeah, we struggled with free throws over the years and. And you see the great scores, the elite scores, like a Harden or something, be able to get to the, the line a lot. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this is a good win. It was a good win. I know he said, <laughs> Greg, he said uh, against the G League team. But yeah, I didn't realize how bad they were until I, I watched the game and then realized who was on the floor for them. Yeah. I was like, dear God. Because when you go by it, all that, all their, the only the player that really is better than us is Morant. Right. At each position, you just go position by position. And you're like, okay. That's Spurs, 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 right. Spurs. And you're like, oh, right, makes sense. <laughs> right, you're right, you're right. So, um, but again, a good win because that is a division rival that we will. Yeah, for sure. See we need to get off to a good start, especially with our hard mm-hmm. schedule coming up. Right. Um, second game was against the Raptors. That's the home opener. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Spurs pulled that one off, one nineteen, one fourteen. Actually, have to come back <clears throat> in that one in the final two minutes. Um, yeah, about when it was like 114 when Fan Van Vliet hit that three-pointer and it, it was like 114, 110. 110. I was mm-hmm. like, it's over. We lost. I did too. <laughs> I did too. I was like, dude, we lost this one, bro. Mm-hmm. And then DeMar hits a three. DeMar Rosen hit a three, y'all. And I was like, whoa, all right. <laughs> I see you, DeMar. You know something. something was different when you hit a three late in the game like that. The dude went three for four. Well, let's Got go it. back to the starting lineup. You know, we were, we're talking about coming into the season, I mean, into this game being concerned with both their guards, obviously being good shooters, good players all in all, and Pascal Siakam being of all, all-star level of talent. 15 rebounds for him, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah, and we were a little worried because we were like, okay. I know I posted the, it on Twitter. I was like, so are we going to go small with 12, uh, Kelton still, or are we going to go up, get big with Rudy Gay? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said we're going to go small, and we ended up going small with Kelton. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> which I thought was it's just it was really hard for Keldon because he was getting bullied. He was it was a hard matchup for him. Yeah, he had twelve points, nine rebounds. Um, starters all scored in double figures again. With Keldon with 12, Aldridge with 12, Murray with 11, DeRozan had 27, 10 of 17, 304 from the three-point line. That's pretty efficient right there. Yeah. <clears throat> and Walk, Lonnie Walker, uh, 14 points. Off the bench, Patty had 21. He was 89, 5 of 6 from the three-point line. The only three-pointer he missed was that one that would have put him ahead. You know, the big one, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, man. <laughs> right. I could, I'll take a miss earlier if you make that right. one. Let me still pull it out, so. Right. <clears throat> but – no, I was pleased to see that. Something I wasn't pleased to see that Spurs let Boucher get 22 and 10, and three of four for the three point line, nine and 13. That dude was cooking. Like I was cooking inside out. I mean, he looked like Akeem out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. he was... Fleet, we were worried about. He had 27 and nine, 10 and 25 or 12. Barry only 16 and 10. Baines at 13. Uh, and Anubi only had 10. Wasn't worried about him in the Siakam again, 16 to 15, 0 for 5 from the three point line. He's not a good three point shooter. Mm-mm. And he missed <laughs> some bunnies. Like he was able to bully Keldon and get to the rim, and he missed a lot of floaters and bunnies in the in the paint. Yeah. So um, a guy that normally helped him out or helped him out last year, Terrence Davis. Um, I know he uh, got charged in New York City for allegedly assaulting a woman. Oh, yeah, that's why he wasn't there. And um, when he is, he gives him another little spark off the bench. Mm-hmm. But um, other than Boucher, Powell had zero points. He's normally better. Yeah. Um, Their right. bench struggle. And once again, our bench was better than help us end up winning. All right. So we got Stanley. We got Stanley Johnson on the on the. On the bench, they need to use him. He remember all the hype around him a few years back. Yeah, I think we tried to get him at one point, didn't we? Might have, but or that I know we went after KCP. Yeah, I don't know if I remember. I don't remember. I think we went after Stanley Johnson, too. <clears throat> but I think he's like a career 28 percent three point shooter. Yeah, so that's why he doesn't get that much burn. Um, but once again, what kind of bothered me is the offense started kind of close. struggling, <laughs> huh? 29.3%. Yeah. What bothered me again was our offense kind of didn't come out blazing. You know, we didn't come out looking crisp. We didn't come out. We kind of stagnated on the offensive end. It took the, our bench again to come in and kind of spark us. Right. <clears throat> now, this is a big game to me for. Um, oh, by the way, Vassell was one one from the three point line, three of five, had seven points. Um, this is a big game to me for the Raptors because this is going to kind of tell me where they're at and if they're going to be able to compete for a playoff spot. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, bro. It's early. I get it. Mm-hmm. But you lost to both the Pelicans and the Spurs. Both teams who are – Bottom of the West. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, man. Yeah. I mean – they're going to need Siakam to play a lot better. OG's going to have to do a lot better for them. Mm-hmm. And their bench is definitely going to have to come together. Right. So, I mean, the, the loss of Serge and Gasol can't be understated for them. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of inside presence and a lot of passing, a lot of defense. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see how far they tumble down the East. Yeah. 
Um, depends on if DeMar goes back next year. We'll see what that could possibly do for them if he does go back. Yeah, I don't mean like that's another question after all these performances for DeMar. I don't know. He's going to have a lot of options. I'm sure if someone's going to pay high money for him, it may not be a winning team. But I'm sure once some team will give him the bag. It just depends on what he'll want to do. Right, but he likes playing with the young guys uh, the Spurs have, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, we might, we might as well get into it. What do you think about resigning him? If he, obviously, well, we'll get into the next game. If he keeps playing like he did the first two games and he's aggressive, he's not holding the ball. I mean, he averaged, what, he had eight assists uh, the second game. The first game, he had nine assists. So, I mean, he's passing the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's definitely so, up his playmaking, uh, playmaking ability. Right. I mean, he's running the offense most of the time, like breaking down the offense, either going to the rim or passing it. Right. As long as he's not hogging the ball, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm cool because he's, yeah, he's still not that great on defense. The only problem. Well, yeah, I I would prefer to have him at a two guard rather than the three, but we would have to get a three. Yeah. I don't see I don't I don't see Vassell being ready next year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I don't know if Keldon can be a starter. I'm still looking and evaluating that process. I agree. So it'd have to be somebody up the draft or I mean this is the reason why I was saying if anything, trade for a guy like a Kuzma that could play the three. You know, if we re, if we needed him or somebody like somebody that can score and play the three is kind of, you know, a little bit taller, uh six eight. Yeah, I mean, they're still about the same defensively. They're both not that great. Yeah, but Kuzma does score, and he's he's a better three-point shooter than a Keldon. Yeah, I'd rather put Kuzma at the power forward if I ever got him. I wouldn't do that. That's what he plays now. I wouldn't do that. I'll put him at the three guard. So it depends. Depends on who the Spurs can probably. But as far as resigning him, getting to a small four, because like we said, Probably not the whoever we draft probably not going to play for a couple of years. He's not going to play right away. He's not going to play right away, right? Depends because we get a big man like the way we should. I'm talking about small forwards. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I was just saying in drafting in general. Yeah, I mean we're probably not going to play. I mean that's not our mo is ever to play rookies that much. Yeah. They either go to the G League for a year, or they sit on the bench and they come off the second. They earn their minutes. That's big in our culture is earning your spot. Right. So we'll see what happens. We'll we'll, we'll definitely see what happens because I never like playing DeMar at the three guard. I always wanted to play him at the two. Uh, Now, my question to you is this. We know about the Harden uh, stuff that he's going on, you know, Harden troubles in Houston. If you're San Antonio, do you try to put together a package to get him to San Antonio? Because <clears throat> him I, and Demar are good friends. I don't want any anything to do with Harden. I I think it's you know how Kyrie. I mean, the Celtics traded for Kyrie, mm-hmm. and that kind of blew up in their face. Mm-hmm. I see the same thing happening. First of all, we're not one of his destinations that want right. he wants to go to. Right. So there, he's definitely going to complain and demand another trade. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't I don't see giving up our young talent, right? That we have under control financially <clears throat> for three <throat> years of Harden. Shoots, I'd say trade uh, Lamarcus. For- <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can get him cheap on a cheap, you know, picks and I don't even know what to throw at him. 
Yeah, you wouldn't do that because they got a guy in Christian Wood that's been. Yeah, he's their here's his, he's their center of the future. He's he's definitely him and him and Harden play together. I mean, it's a, it's a shame that Harden wants to leave because he would have a good squad finally with Christian Wood at center. Mm-hmm. Or Christian might even play power forward with the Marcus playing the center. Yeah, they could do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Aldridge is trying. Don't get me wrong. I still say we got to we got to do something with him. I, I would still try to get him into Indiana and get a Miles Turner, me an yeah. athletic guy that can get you boards. Okay, how about even this? though well, I do want to say this, Marcus did come up get that big tip in again against uh, the Raptors for a go ahead, you know, score, which was good. Yeah, you know, and and again the Spurs did win <clears throat> on the boards. Uh, for that game as well, uh, we beat them. Uh, and I'm proud of him that he showed the energy and the the enthusiasm the last two games. 46. The Memphis game, he didn't get his touches like he wanted them, and he kind of shut down. These last two games, he's shown a lot more energy, a lot more trying. <clears throat> right. So I appreciate that. You know, he's not going to get the ball, and he's going to be his minutes and his touches are going to get decreased because of our way we're going offensively mm-hmm. so i appreciate that he at least trying All right by the way <clears throat> again they were 11 to 15 for free throws we were 11 to 16 so it was a very very close game yeah very, very close game <clears throat> now moving on to the game that happened tonight lost to the daggum pelicans yep zion's first win against the spurs yeah we we were like three or four of the last meetings right of mm-hmm. beating the pelicans something like that Mm-hmm. They had a good record against them. Yeah, since AD left. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, we did a good job on uh, Zion. You know, Stan Van Gundy likes to play uh, either Jackson Hayes or Stephen Adams because the defensive and rebounding, and mm-hmm. so that gives us an opportunity to have two bigs, a uh, big come over and help, and not not really worried about Stephen Adams scoring or whatever. Right. So that that really helped us. Right. Uh, the way we ended up losing that one, got our rebound at 56 to 47. <clears throat> yeah. Because between Ingram, who Ingram, Williams, or Ingram, Brandon Ingram, Zion, Stephen Adams, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart had the same amount of rebounds as the whole Spurs team. Yeah. We had dead legs out there, especially DeMar. He was definitely... Didn't not was himself couldn't yeah. get, really get into the offense. Really Eight and he had five fouls too. Um, yeah, oh four from the three point line, only three. You know, th- three of twelve. Uh, I like the ten assists that he had though. <clears throat> yeah, he's still looking for other people. Right, Kelvin had fourteen and eleven, uh, five of ten, two of five from the three point line. That's not bad. Murray thirteen and seven after having that triple double. I forgot to mention. Again, he had against the Raptors, and he had 11, 11, and 10. <clears throat> yeah, Murray start, struggled a little last, these last two games. He had six turnovers tonight. Yeah, one of three from the three-point line, six and nine shooting. But I give him credit on one aspect, is that he does struggle, and he does not do good in the beginnings, but he does pick it up and does, doesn't hurt us at the end. Right, and he sticks with it. <clears throat> so I appreciate that. Rudy Gay had it going, 22 points, uh, nine to 20, two eight from the three-point line. I mean, he was our... High score. Once again, our bench bench mob came up. Pirtle, Mills, ten getting Pirtle and Pirtle eight and eight. Like that's that's not bad. Yeah, they know? came in and did their job defensively. They changed the game. They always change the game. Mm-hmm. Vassell 
and Lyles did not score. Lyles only played six minutes. Like, yeah, I was. His minutes were bad. <laughs> he shot an air ball. He was just not good. We need to. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do something with him. Yeah, that that's the end of. I think that's the end of that experiment. Yeah, <clears throat> which sucks because now we're down another power forward. We only have Rudy Gay and Kelton to work with at power forward. Right. You just throw in Eubanks. <clears throat> he didn't even play. Yeah, it's a little puzzling that Eubanks hasn't been able to get any run. I don't know what it is, but Pop is not interested in playing him. I don't know. Samanich didn't play either. Like I, we're gonna have to play Samanich at some time. Yeah, man. There's no way you can bust out on a first round pick, and you know you have to develop him into something. Yeah, I mean Eubanks. So Eubanks and Samanich are actually listed as power forwards. So I, I mean, think you can play a power. You can play Samanich at power forward or center. Correct. Because he's six eleven, I think he's almost seven foot now. He's been growing, and he gives yes. you a he gives you a another a shooter out there. Mm-hmm. He is six eleven. So I don't know why. I mean, he, and he's agile. So I don't know why you wouldn't just at least try and see what he can do. Right, Eubanks is six ten. Yeah, I mean Eubanks. There's the thing. Eubanks hustles. He gets boards. I don't know why you wouldn't use him. And he's athletic. Yeah, jump shot. I don't know if it's there, but regardless. Um, I think next year, Pirtle and Eubanks will be our two centers. Probably. Probably. Now, big thing in this game, I mentioned about the Pelicans. Uh, Zion at 18-11. Ingram at 28-11. Ball, 16-8. and eight. Hart off the bench at 12-10. and 10. He played well. Uh, the Pelicans were 21-29 from the three th- from the three. Free throw line, can't talk. And the Spurs were eight, eight of eight. <clears throat> Only went to the line eight times. Not made them all, but that's a <laughs> that's a twenty-one point difference. Yeah, we weren't aggressive getting to the rim. Pop came out today and said that we need to start getting. We need to be a team that gets pressure on the rim. Mm-hmm. Partly because a lot of us, can't, a lot of our players can't shoot the three. Right. And but and their strengths are getting to the rim and finishing. Right. <laughs> And just overall, it draws people, you know, you can either score, you can kick it out to somebody, you can draw fouls on their bigs, which helps us in the rebounding. There's a lot of, you know, things that driving to the basket can help do. Right. <clears throat> which is why I think that getting a big man would help to get boards. And, you know, they're going to foul them. You're going to get to the line. You know? Yeah. Got to be able to shoot free throws, though. But I like the fact that the Spurs are making their free throws because normally we be missing them. <laughs> yeah, especially in during crucial times. This is one loss. Um, we were down 15 at one time when we came back, so we right. were up by a little bit. So it was impressive that we came back during that. We didn't just fold. Right. I only lost by three. <clears throat> so we'll see the Pelicans again, but right now they're leading in the division. Um. Also, like Lonnie Walker's aggressiveness, he definitely keeps showing that he's going to be aggressive. Right. And we know Derek White will be coming back. We'll see what he looks like. I'm still not sold. I know. I saw your tweet. I mean, I saw <laughs> there was a there's a message. It was like something about Derek White. And you're like, well, he needs to show up more than 10 games. And if he can stay healthy. I was like, God, <laughs> you, man. I was like, yeah. not even Christmas yet. He still got heat in the heart. I'm like, God, man. <laughs> Hey man, I'm sorry. Everybody so high on him, bro. I have not seen it. I have not seen it, man. I know he did decent in the bubble for a few games, but man, I need to see that for for a season. Like, let me yeah. see that for a season, bro. I feel I feel the same way about Dejounte. I don't really believe yeah. in him that much. I feel you about that too. 
Like he scored 20, then scored what 11, and this game scored 13. So it's like, bro, I need to see about 15, 16 out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I just want him to know who he is. You know, it's, it's like the thing you do with Westbrook, right? You know what Westbrook athletic can get to the rim and he can, and if he wanted to, he could play elite defense and cut the turnovers. That's all you want from DeJounte. You know what DeJounte can do, get to the rim. If he can just finish with some floaters, layup package, you know, he can hit that, you know, a free throw line J and he can hit an open three once in a while. That's all we need from him. You don't need to turn the ball over six times. We don't need, you know, him to do too much. Right. He led, he had six turnovers as high because the other previous two games, he had two and three turnovers. Yeah. The other times he was, uh, he was more effective, more efficient. And that's all we needed from him is efficiency. Mm-hmm. Play so, defense and get, help us get boards. Right. So he can clean it up. He can yeah. definitely clean it up. Um, but I think we saw in these games, especially this game, is why Derek White is important because he's another playmaker that can get to the rim, get make baskets, shoot the three. He can do all those things on the court that we don't really have other than DeMar. My only concern is who's that going to take <clears throat> take shine away from a little bit? Because him and Murray always seem like they have like a, you know, not a beef, but it's like who's going to play like this, that, the other. It, it's, it's really interesting. They played well together in the bubble. I thought they did. They did. They do different things. I mean, they can. I'd rather have a White run the offense, really, mm-hmm. and Murray play off of it, and he does a good job with it. Or, in there, or they can take turns. It's more like a two-guard system. You know, you see it popular in different places. You know, we just played Toronto, who's has basically two point guards they play. Right. <laughs> so, uh, for plus-minus this game, too, I just want to point out, Perto had the – actually, that's interesting. Perto had the second – Highest plus minus, they were tied for the second highest plus minus uh, from either team. Him and Ingram both had plus 15. Steven Adams had the highest at plus 18. Yeah, their impact on the game was, I mean, it impact the game defensively and, and rebounds. Mm-hmm. And DeRozan and Aldridge both had <laughs> minus 18 and uh, 16 and Walker had minus 13. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's defensively. That's where their, their, their metric is coming in defensively, mm-hmm. too. And they're, you know, they're defensive liabilities. That's why another reason why White being an above average defender is going to help turn our defense around. I hope so. I hope so. Now, looking ahead. Oh, boy. Lakers, Lakers, Utah. Yep. Lakers, Lakers, Utah, Clippers, Lakers. Sounds about right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Then we got the Timberwolves twice. Who could be without Cat? So yeah, so we might we might finish that one. So what? That'd be four, five, six. Oops. <clears throat> so after we play the Timberwolves a second time, that'll be the first ten games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're about to go on about a four-game losing streak, possibly five-game losing streak because we won't, might lose to the Lakers all three times. Clippers, Utah depends if Kawhi comes back, which I think he might. It might be two and five after that point, and then probably uh, split with the Timberwolves. No, we might be two and six. Excuse me, split with the Timberwolves. So yeah, we'll be about three and seven after <clears throat> after the second game with the Timberwolves. Yeah, I definitely could see it. I mean, it's hard to be opponent twice, so we might even split with the Lakers once. 
Yeah, that'd be nice. But I, I know we can beat I, Utah because of their the way they have a lineup with three guards. We do well with that. Um, Lakers, like you said, I mean the Clippers. It just depends on if Kawhi is there. Right, 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 right. I mean Lakers. Yeah, I mean two wins, two or three wins out of that next four, five, six, seven. Could we could beat the Timberwolves twice? So may I go four and six. Yeah. What do you think of so far of our team? I know it's a small sample size, but right. you're optimistic. You're more pessimistic. Um, I'm optimistic as, as far as DeMar is at least attempting to shoot threes to keep him in the game, keep him honest, because if he's not a th- trying to at least be a threat from the three-point line, it's like you ain't got to worry about him, you know? Yeah. Um, I like that. I like Keldon. Like, he's – Stepping in, playing pretty good, brought a lot of energy. I know I saw him get a dunk. He was like, ah, I was like, okay, okay. It turned me on. I was like, here we go, let's go. Yeah, yeah he's definitely an energy bringer. And he's like kind of guy like we have a bunch of guys that just want to work hard and get better, right? Right. And he, they all have that same attitude. And it, it kind of cultivates a culture that you want to be a part of. Right. So I think him and Vassell should get more time. Him, Vassell, and Murray, I like that that uh trio because you have Long defenders, mm. you know, and that's what they really, really need, especially to guard the perimeter. Now, inside, obviously, we know what it is there. Um, Eubanks, I think, needs to get more time. And Samanich, I mean, shoots. Why not? Uses his size and his shooting. I know he doesn't have that much, like, aggression or, yeah. I don't want to say heart, but aggression. But, I mean, between his size and his shooting, I mean, why don't we just take a look? Yeah, you know, it must be something in practice they don't like that they see. They're like, man, right? I like the way Patty's playing. Patty's playing pretty. He's he's doing pretty good. What's interesting is they're playing either they're going they're running him at a two guard like in the second unit. Mm -hmm. He's playing off ball, and they bring in Murray. They'll bring in Demar, or they they one time they brought in Lonnie and they ran point, and and it gave a, a Patty the ability to kind of move move around and come off screens and stuff. Yeah. I actually like that better for Patty yeah. because that's more of his natural position. He's just undersized, but I mean, yeah. he can guard the point guard. He has to guard the point guard position. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, yeah, I think it worked well. I think either with DeMar or DeJounte and DeJounte did, it always got him going when he was able to get it. It's a second unit with Patty. He got more confident and he was able to bring that confidence back to the first unit. Right. So I thought it was important that we did, that we run those, run that. I agree. So, yeah, man. Right now, um, the big takeaway I want to, the big thing I want for the Spurs in the next, the next what, seven games, the Lakers. Three times. I just want them to be competitive, and at least have a shot to win the dang game. Because you have a shot to win the win the game, and elite are able to pull out one of them, that would be perfect. Because this is the first time on a back to back. So obviously. You know, back-to-backs are tough, but none of the rest of these games are back-to-back. It's with a day in between. So yeah. you have some rest. And it's not like we got blown out or anything, lost by three. So we were right. only lost still. by three. Right. So I'm just like, and didn't play well. So I'm just like, I'm I'm a bit optimistic because some of these other teams that I've been seeing, granted, we haven't played the best teams, but still, some of these other teams' benches have been kind of, eh, you know? Yeah. And it's not like, one person is really outside. Like we haven't had multiple people for the most part explode on us. Like I understand Boucher hit 22 and, and uh, 
Van Fleet had a 27, right? Yeah. But we haven't had a guy. We And Morant only went off for 44, but we haven't, like, for the most part, we haven't had a whole team go off on us and us not play well, you know? Yeah. It's so a basically just pick and roll, understanding communication between two guys, having trust. It's going to take a little bit of the of the season to gain that, but we should right. get better at that as the season goes on. Right. Continue to play hard on defense. Um, we know LeBron, what LeBron brings to the table. I let LeBron shoot a couple of times because his jump shot hadn't been there. But yeah, what do you think? He, what do you? How, what do? Okay, I know we're both like hesitant on trying to. We're not going to win, but what would be your way to beat the Lakers? Way to beat the Lakers. Uh, I would let LeBron, you know, shoot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let him shoot. I mean, if LeBron beats you, LeBron beats you. AD trap him usually teams will either take try to take one of the one of them away right i say trap ad take ad away because mm-hmm. lebron the thing about lebron you try to trap him he's a very good passer yeah so he's, he's a high, very high iq player yeah very high iq player I'm not saying anthony davis is not but ad more than likely is going to try to hit that fade away on you and you get pressure on him you might be able to get a couple of steals because i swear ad get poked in the eye like not saying we want to injure him but i think you put pressure on him he's still he's liable to mess up a little bit more um so i would say that and then you keep harold off the boards yeah that's gonna be the issue right there that's gonna be a very big issue because harold's a very high energy player um shooter will get you know a few buckets um and don't let anybody else come out of the of the the works and beat you. I, I like, I feel Kuzma's probably going to have a good game or two. And we just got to make sure like a Horton Tucker doesn't come out and drop 20 on us. Cause I just have a feeling that he's just going to, they're randomly going to put him, put him in. He'll hit like two or three threes to have nine points. It'll be a huge swing. will be from the Spurs being up four to them being up five and they keep him in and he drops like 20 on us for five or six shooting and like three three from the three point line gets to the line or something crazy like that. Just, I think this will be the first time where a bench is as equal or better than our bench because these last two games, Memphis and Toronto and Pelicans, their bench hasn't been great. Right. And I think this yeah. is the first time where you look at the Lakers bench and you're like, okay, they got some players that can. Match. Yeah, they do have some players. <clears throat> they have some players. Uh, Clippers. We've whew, we saw today. Hey, <laughs> just want to say the Clippers got blown out by. 50! <laughs> 50! <laughs> so Kawhi makes that much of a difference? I'm sorry. Let me not talk mess. <laughs> but 50! <laughs> to the Bass. The Bass said, we're not going to 1 and t- We're not going to 0 and 3. Would you be? <laughs> not today, Luca said. Oh, uh, man. And the, and the Sixers lost by about 20. No Embiid. I get it. But come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. They're going to trade you, bro. I All think right. they will. All right. I need to stop. Keep back on the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, again, for the Lakers, just let AD be. Don't let AD challenge AD on his three-point shot. Don't let him just come down and shoot threes. Because I think people still don't trust his three-point shot, and he come out and yak them things. Yeah, he's gotten a lot better at the three-point. He's gotten a lot better. Because that was in the past, that was my only concern or my only discretion between him and cousins. Because people were like, 
AD is better than Cousins. I'm like, not yet. He don't shoot threes well enough to me. And yeah, Cousins, I thought he was always better because defensively. Well, defensively, I, I get that because Cousins isn't the greatest defender. But yeah. offensively and as far as a passer, because Cousins is a good passer. Yeah, Marcus Cousins is a good passer. And he could board, he get boards and he could hit the three. That's why I was like, yo, Cousins is the best big man in the league to me. AD gets that three. I said, and it's a completely different situation. Yeah. Um, and now that he has it, I'm just like, man, he's he's tough. Not quick like a Durant, but he's he's got his own. He can get switched on the guards and still handle, be able to handle his own. Yeah, he can play bigger guys. He can smaller guys. Yeah, and he can play hard. on the perimeter. It's not really. I mean, yeah, big comfort. Right, if he can hit that three pointer consistently like that, the only person who can really sit there and guard him is the Kevin Durant. You know, or oof. I don't even know who else. Because years do. past, you would let him, him and and Bead. You're like, we'll let you live out there in a three point line, and we'll live with those shots. We yeah. don't want you inside. Yeah. But not and Bead. You still want to do that, but not yeah. not, <laughs> Anthony, not Anthony Davis. Yeah. And Bead. Yeah. He, yeah. You can let him hit those. Like, go ahead, dog. <laughs> yeah. You you be out there with your seven seven something self. Right. Two hundred eighty yeah. pounds. Mm-hmm. But. Anthony Davis, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. So, yeah. Um, Harold. Oh, but the other guy you want to keep off the boards is Morris. You want to keep him and Harold off the boards. Um, you do that, you have a shot. But yeah, I think we we'll lose. I would say if we had a good three point shooting team, like a better three point shooting team, because a three pointer is obviously the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. You hit a bunch of those, you can keep in a game. Mm-hmm. I we're, think this, we're, we're we're gonna have to draw fouls on these guys. Yeah, you're gonna have to drive. Like yeah. you're you're the only big that you're gonna have to really worry about getting shots. Well, well, you know, well, besides Anthony Davis, would be Marcus Gasol. Yeah, you know, there's no JaVel McGee. Watch, <laughs> yeah, there's no JaVel McGee. There's no mm. Dwight Howard. Shout out JaVel McGee. He took it coast to coast and had a nice dunk. I was like, okay. Can you shoot a three too? I think, yeah. Two threes? Yeah, I don't know why he shot that. <laughs> Dude, him and Curry have, like, the same shot. I mean, not yeah. Curry, uh, LaMelo ball. <laughs> they have, yeah. like, the same yeah, in the locking yeah. chair. Yeah. <laughs> but he's hit them before, but hey, he's on a 3-0 and team, so respect, yeah. bro. <laughs> respect. Oh, win. Watch, the, <laughs> watch the Cavs actually make the playoffs, man. Okoro hell, didn't even hell play. the playoffs, the finals. <laughs> <laughs> the Cavs without LeBron in the finals. <laughs> And you know, I wanna I wanna switch top just real quickly. Yeah, good. So remember all those years when I mentioned LeBron. If LeBron had a JaVel McGee instead of a Tristan Thompson, they would have been a better team. And I still feel that way. And he's proving it right now. Tristan's with the Celtics. What are they one and two? JaVel's out there, they're three and oh. <laughs> That's nuts. Him, what, what, Drummond, what made you feel that way? What what was the difference between them? Because two? LeBron had never had a athletic, as athletic big man as a JaVale McGee in his entire career. Bosch was athletic, but he wasn't a guy that's going to be sitting there in the post catching alleys like crazy. Like most of them alley hoops way through to LeBron, you know. Because well, LeBron Burton. put him in the corner. Huh? LeBron told you, told Chris Bosch, get in the corner, dog. 
Yeah, exactly. So but I can have the, more space with D Wade. Right, but with uh, a Javale McGee, he would have thrown him up. Boom! He would have been dunking them things. You know. So, he ain't worried about Javale's kind of known known IQ and just uh, the way he plays. Yeah, he wouldn't have been worried about that. He would have thrown him up. This is exactly what he's doing with Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is as athletic as he is, even though he can take his own shot. But shoots, LeBron on the fast break, throwing it up, having JaVale running with you instead of a Tristan Thompson, and he can get boards and he's taller and a better rim protector than Tristan Thompson. I I just think he, he would have been a, a better fit. I'm not going to say they could have won. I'm not saying that, but it would have been closer. I think it would have been closer. Because no matter what, I don't care what people say, size kills in basketball. It really, really does. You put a big guy in there that is and can move at least a little bit and defend the rim. If you're a guard or or you know somebody else trying to get in, dude's gonna block you. He or he's gonna affect your shot. Cause all you need is a slight tip on the ball, and you're gonna mess somebody's whole day up. And looking around, I was been I was looking at the league and looking at the different things. And I'm looking at the draft, the next couple of drafts coming up, noticing that I think the big man will make a, a big appearance again, and it's going to be very valuable to have one. Yeah. Because you look at the, all the young bigs, Jokic, Nurkic, Wiseman now coming to the league, Aiton, Anthony Davis. I mean, the uh, Sabonis. Um, who else is out there? Jared Allen's still out there. I, I, wouldn't, put, I wouldn't put Jokic in there because he's not athletic. <clears throat> I'm just saying, like the center in the center position in general, not oh, okay. and not athleticism, but just the center position is going to be a lot more valuable in the next couple of years. Right, I agree. At least a, a rim protector, because even though yes, Jokic is a good center, he's a good passer, he's horrible athleticism, and that hurts them. That really does hurt them when they go up against athletic big, because you're like, we can just kill them all day. That's why Ibaka was giving them trouble, because Ibaka's athletic. Um, other guys that you mentioned, like Nurkic, Towns, they're athletic. You know, uh, who's the other ones that you said? Uh, Jared Allen, Sabonis, yeah, athletic, Vucevic, uh, athletic, Vucevic. Who else? He's eh, more he can, traditional, he shots, but he can he can shoot though. He's inside and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Embiid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the people that are coming in the draft, not just this year, but next year and the year after that. I think you're going to have to have a big to play in this league coming up. Right. Um, I don't don't think, I don't think the small ball is going to be as effective as it once was. Yeah. I I don't think so because these big guys are able to handle the ball now. Yeah. We're not talking about just stand. We're not talking about just regular rim protecting guys. Like we're talking about athletic ball handling inside and out. Do do it all bigs. They're they're coming. Uh-huh. And, and I think that's what we need to be looking forward to and kind of projecting that. Because right. it will be it will be here in the league and it will be something that everybody copies. Right. Now I do want to say there was a guy, and I'm not saying like, oh, he's a game changer like that, but in college, there's a guy by the name of Ike Obiagu. He's seven two. Okay, he was playing against uh, Georgetown the other day. He plays for Seton Hall. Okay, the dude had, oh man, for the game, he had nine blocks in the game. Seven of them things came in the first first half. Mm. Like he was just swatting people with 
ease, bro. <clears throat> and he only had what? He had nine rebounds too, and was two for two from the floor. So I'm just like, if you get a guy like that that can just run the floor, block shots, he look a little slow footed. Don't get me wrong, but if you got a guy who can, who's fast, you know, block shots and can handle the ball a little bit. We're gonna have to work in the draft and in free agency and just try to find anybody we can to develop because that's the name of the game. Yeah, that's what the Spurs need right now because Aldridge after this season is out of there, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, you're good. Um, We're not we're not gonna play top dollar for a a free agent big man. mm -mm. I think we're concentrated on we already paid Lonnie. I mean, we already paid Murray, and now we paid White, and then Mm -hmm. Lonnie's contract's gonna come up. Keldon's contract's gonna come up. I think we're concentrating on retaining them. Right. I say still go after Whiteside. I I I I will be the first to say still go after him because dude can get you boards and he's not a bad offensive player. He has a bit of a post game, you know. Yeah. If 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 he if he was a different personality, yeah. Yeah. But there's just too many accounts of him being a knucklehead, someone that's hard to coach. That's why he's bounced bounced from team to team. Right. Too too much being a dummy. Yeah, because oh. he should be starting on. He, I mean, he should be at all star level, big man with his skill set and his talent. Yeah, but he's on the bench in the Kings, right? Yep, he's he's backing um, Marvin Bagley. Yeah, but I mean Bagley's more athletic than him, and I don't know why the hell he shoots threes. That was always baffling when he was at Duke too. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to be Chris Bosh, right? Or something. Yeah, but right now he looks like Chris Posh. <laughs> but yeah, man, I I think that's really uh, about it. We can look at early standings if you, if you want to. <laughs> yeah, let's take a look at them. See what um, we think. So right now, for some early standings, Cleveland, Orlando, Atlanta, and Indiana are all undefeated in the East Coast. And what are you thinking? Who's real and who's a fraud? I think Atlanta is real. I think the Pacers are actually real. Sabonis has been balling. Yeah. <clears throat> He's been balling. Uh, I think oh, I think Cleveland might be a fraud. I don't know. They've been hooping, though. Them dudes have been hooping. Yeah. Cleveland might be real. They might be with with, with uh, Drummond and I'm going to look at them. <clears throat> Drummond had 24 and 14. He's See, Drummond can dominate on the boards, he can get you 24. Like he, I think he averaged almost like 15 boards or something like that. He gets you them boards, man. Yeah, he can um, get you the boards for sure. Sexton is playing very nice. He had 22 tonight. Garland had 14. Uh, Nance had 13. I mean, they, they're not bad. Kevin Love played like nine minutes. <laughs> I'm glad for them, you know, because Cleveland, obviously, <laughs> hard times after LeBron. Yeah. For real, small market team. You just hope the best for them. <laughs> is Orlando for real? Though? I don't know, man. I that's a I mean, weird they, one. It's hard because I mean, well, they beat the Heat the first game, and then you mm-hmm. beat the Wizards the next two. Your next couple of games, you play the Thunder, and then you play the Sixers, which it depends on Embiid. I mean, then you got a couple games against the Cavs. You really don't start playing hard people until. I mean, I don't even know. Do we want to call the Rockets a hard team? Mavericks, maybe Bucks and and Celtics, and then the Nets. So 
really towards the mid to end of January, they start playing some hard people. So I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. We could have, we could have a, <laughs> a weird time with those f- top four stay the same. Right. Brooklyn <laughs> two and one. Cause they lost to the Hornets. I think they're just like, we'll make the playoffs. Yeah. They're just playing around. <laughs> yeah. Real Philly two and one. They had no MB. They lost to the Knicks got smacked by the Knicks. Actually Ben Simmons start shooting threes, bro. They're going to trade you. Yeah. Uh, but Philly's a five, Brooklyn at six, Miami's a seven and one and one, and the Knicks are actually an eighth. <laughs> uh, winless teams being the Raptors at 0 and 2, Detroit at 0 and 2, Chicago at 0 and 3, and Washington at 0 and 3. Washington needs to get something going, man. I can guarantee you the Bulls and the Washington, they're not good teams. Yeah. Specifically the Bulls I watched twice already. Right. Definitely not wow. good. Washington, I mean, Beal had 29. He was always seven for the three-point line. Yeah. And kind of that, the, that that we've had a couple of stars struggle at the early on, right? Right. And Westbrook didn't even play this game. Yeah, he looks a little still not all the way back from his injury. Yeah. He still looks a little well than that, their bench is not good. Uh they still don't have um Hachimura. Yeah. That should help them. For sure. Yeah, that'll help him for sure. I like Denny. He looks good. Denny, yeah, he all right. He all right. So <clears throat> that was nice. Um, <clears throat> I just want to check one thing. How many did Kyrie and Durant have? Kyrie had 25, Durant had 20. So they are hooping. Lavert had 10, Cabarro 11, Harris had 13. Dinwiddie is struggling. We only shot two for four. So he's not getting a lot of shots. Uh, Hayward at twenty-eight. The whole, uh, the whole Hornets starting lineup <clears throat> scored in double figures with Hayward leading them. Rozier, Graham. Yeah, they look. They looked all right. Lamelo six points, five and five. Come on, bro. Come on, Lamelo. You you don't turn into your brother. <laughs> don't turn into Lonzo. Anyway, sidetracking. Uh, on the Western Conference, there's only one undefeated team. There's only one, one and that's the, the Thunder, because they've only played one game. Shout out to the Thunder. Doing right. damage. <laughs> They're 1-0 and right now. Um, but sitting at the top, we have Sacramento and New Orleans at 2-1. and one. The Lakers, the Clippers also at 2-1. and one. Thunder, 5-1-0. at one and oh. Spurs, Phoenix, 2-1. Minnesota's also 2-1, and and then a couple of 1-1 teams with Utah and Portland, Dallas and Golden State at 1-2, and then Houston at 0-1, and then Denver and Memphis still have not won a game at 0-2. So who are the pretenders and who is for real? Mm, Pretenders, obviously the Thunder. I don't think they'll be as bad as we think they will be, but they're not going to be the playoff team. Right. And the Clippers just got smacked, but once Kawhi gets back, I think they'll be okay. They're real. Lakers are real. I don't know about the Pelicans, man. They don't just the way they have that team structured. Yeah, they're trying to play. I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't know about them either. Uh, Sacramento, Sacramento for real? That's the that's the one I'm wondering about. The Kings are out here running and gunning. Mm-hmm. They might be real. Yeah. I need to I need to see them play other than the Suns and the uh, Nuggets. Right. Phoenix, uh, I don't know. 
know. Phoenix is another weird one because Chris Paul is not playing well. Yeah. So that's another weird one. Utah, we will see. Uh, Portland, we'll see. Dallas, and we know Golden State is bad. Yeah, Golden State will be bad. Yeah. I think even when they get Draymond, they're not. I mean, it'll be an upgrade, but I don't know how much it's going to help. Yeah, they're going to need to do something. So. They need Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus Shuttlesworth. Shuttlesfield. <laughs> All right, and then Denver starting off zero two. <clears throat> Play Bobo. They might have to, man. At this point, they're like they gotta look for a spark, man. Uh-huh. They're gonna need something going. All right, and what's and- my man's name? Will Barton, right? He's a little, he's the one where he's coming out and saying, "I need to start. I should be starting." Yeah. I think you're gonna have chemistry issues over there. Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you're not wrong. Gary Harris is not playing well. Yeah. Um, Martin had 15 off the bench. I still think they haven't committed fully to MPJ. I think they're bringing him off and on. Yeah, he had 10 against the Clippers in their loss. Uh, Jokic at 24, 10, and 9. I mean, he's hooping. Murray came on late. Murray's reverting back to early season, Jamal Murray. Yeah, we, we all want to see him take that leap, but we don't, I don't know if he'll ever, when he's going to do it or if he does it. Right. And then for that first game, I mean, Jokic had a triple double 29, 14, and 15, but he gets, uh, he gets kind of uh, fluttered in uh, big moments towards the end because he had what, two turnovers or something like that? Yeah. I mean, they ripped him. He had another turnover. So, I mean, MPJ played well, 24 points. Uh, Gary Harris had only 10. Barton had 16 off the bench again. You might have to start him over Gary Harris, or unless they're like, we want to keep you off on the bench for a spark. Yeah. You're going to have to figure out something over there. Yeah. Oh, she was RJ. They got RJ Hampton too. Why aren't they playing that boy? He's supposed to be the coldest, this, that, and the other. Da, 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 man. His stock kind of hurt when he went to the Australia team. He struggled over there. Right. <clears throat> so, but. I think that's about it. I think about covered about everything. Uh, uh, yeah. Just shout out to the Tony Parker documentary coming out mm-hmm. in January on Netflix. Right. I'm going to take a look. Uh, interesting. I never really, I knew about Tony Parker and followed him a little bit, but I don't know his whole story. So it'd be interesting to see right. his upbringing and how he came to be. Yep. Mr. Steve. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get into that. <laughs> what, or we, we might. <laughs> what, what, we didn't hear nothing about that, man. What you talking about? <laughs> uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Later, guys. <laughs> um, uh, we forgot to do the tags. Yo, catch <laughs> us on uh, Spurs versus everybody. Uh, Apple, Spotify. Uh, where else there? Where else we had you rag? Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google anywhere podcast. you can find your podcast is pretty much there. That's right. And if we're not, let us know. <clears throat> right. We'll get on that right away. On YouTube sometime soon. Yep. Check, check New Year 2021, out. big things coming. Mm-hmm. Check out uh, Spurs with everybody on Twitter and on Instagram. <clears throat> also, make sure you go follow the brother show i always say the brother show instead of the sister show because we got brothers out you know <laughs> anyway check it out stats versus facts sports talk you know uh svs sports talk on twitter 
and Instagram. G Reg, I appreciate you, man. Another good Marshall, show. another great show. I appreciate you for hosting and bringing all the all the clever banter we have one with one another. Absolutely. By the way, the Spurs need to stick with them uh, Fiesta jersey. I know we bounce around. I'm like, bro, what are we doing here? Like, I thought we were ushering a new era. Young guys, new jerseys, like new court. Yeah, and I, 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 I can't talk. I was interested because I thought there might be an all, you know, an alternate like a way and a home jersey, but it's only one. I was just kind of like, wouldn't it be clean. It would be clean to have some white with the. Yeah, that's what I thought the there was color. a white one. <laughs> that's what I was wondering, and but, it's not. It's like that for all the teams. So get on it, Spurs. Let's go. I know. Oh, one last thing. One another one. Yo, uh, Reggie Bullock came into the Knicks game the other day. This is the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, <had> twenty. <laughs> he had his number on the front, twenty-five, and on the back it had twenty-three. Come on, New York. Your jerseys already look like practice jerseys to be bad. <laughs> I know my New York people are telling me we're a billion-dollar franchise. We can't even get jerseys right. Oh my like, goodness. And then they were telling me about the Pixar movie. Some Pixar movie they were making fun of the Knicks too. I was like, man, bro. It's rough out here. It's rough out here for the Knicks fans. Oh, On top of that, God. they were supposed to get Kyrie and KD and they ended up going to Brooklyn. Anyway. Well, we wouldn't know we wouldn't know about losing because we're part of the best franchise in the NBA and poly sports. So Yep. Sucks to be y'all. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have a as my man Brooklyn says, Draga season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as ugh, next ones, they might look like Draga. Anyway, we'll catch y'all next time. San Antonio, stand up. I'm Spurs fans. And we'll catch y'all next time. Hey, Spurs versus everybody. Yeah, Spurs versus everybody. You know the crowd getting so excited. We got the fire and it's been ignited. Hey, Spurs versus everybody. Yeah, Spurs versus everybody. Let's go.